know I'd go from rags to so, I was saving the story. I didn't tell you this because I wanted to save it for the for the podcast. Okay. I think this is actually a pretty good story to an extent, at least. So, I mean, you know the backstory of me and the uh, this this Jewish girl. Let's call her um, Chaya or Shoshana. Let's go with Shoshana, like the girl in Inglorious Bastards. Um, anyway, though, so we go on this date. For coffee it was cool good date and then she drive and then here, here's actually a very important part of it though and um it, yeah this is this is actually very important so she texted me before she was like uh you know i really want to hang out but it might be awkward because we have to distance blah 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 and i said yeah all good i was i, I i'm not even bullshit i was fully prepared to do the entire thing, masks on, six feet, the whole the whole thing. I get there, and she instantly hugs me. So right off the bat, that I think defeats mm. the entire purpose of everything. I don't know how it works, but I think so, right? Yeah. We're wearing short sleeves. We're not in, you know, Sorry, coats skin in on New skin. York. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So I'm like, all right. Anyway, then we get the coffee, we sit down, masks are off. By this time, it's obvious. So after that, the whole time, no masks, no nothing. And, you know, crucify me if you want. That's just how I'm going to live my life. But the point is, for me saying this, is I wasn't the one doing it. I was fine with keeping the masks on. Anyway, cut to, so now she drove me back. And, by the way, that's not ever... That's that's not good. Yeah, you don't want to be on that side. You're <laughs> that already... is not good. But you know what? It, it is what it is. You're already on the defensive. Yeah, it's stars. not good. So she drives me back, and then we make out in her car. It's cool. Now, cut to we've been texting. It's cool, whatever. She texts me last night, and she says, I really want – she says, I've been really anxious, and I really want to keep my group of friends that I hang out with really small. So maybe we can hang out when this whole thing is over. So, yeah, it's a ha huh for sure. And to be honest with you, I don't have a problem with lying. I've never been someone that's like really anti-lying. I think sometimes it's the right thing to do. What I do have a problem with is, so I'm just starting. This is all me. No, it's good. Go for it, man. <laughs> this is becoming the Z. I'm just hijacking it. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, no, keep going. That's fine. Anyway, um, what I do have a problem with, though, is when someone lies and it's so obviously a lie that i because that is almost disrespectful it's disrespectful yeah because they it, didn't even go through the no. process of coming up with a lie that's believable so I, that's just put me in a mood of like i i guess it's i don't know i guess in a way it actually is better than getting the lie that you don't know if it's a lie because then you can have this like false sense and in this case you know but yeah so that's you know thought i'd start off with yeah, that story no, starting off with a good it's, one um yeah it's just uh I, I don't i don't even know i mean i thought about and this is also a thing i'm always like wondering it's like when do you when do you burn the bridge and i'm kind of coming to the conclusion that really never do it because mm. what's the point what's the point because well, it doesn't yeah. even make you feel better that's no. the thing. If it made you feel better, okay. But it doesn't. So it's like... It's a benefit to no one. It's a benefit to no one. So. Honestly, it, just, it hurts you more than anything else. Yeah, it does. Because just in case... The only thing, though, the only thing about not keeping her around that'd be good... There's that, like... There's that... There's the hope thing. You think that's, like, bad? Destructive? It could be. Yeah. yeah I've been true. on the end of it. Well, I've been in the situation where it's like Well, it's I think it's destructive if you really care about the person. Oh, well, I guess you're right. You know, if you go on the But you are not there. Date. You're not really there yet. I don't really care. To be yeah. honest, I'm not even just saying that cuz I'm on a podcast. No. I, mean, <laughs> I don't the, even the care, bro. Rolling, but, I, I mean, I mean, I guess I care to the extent that I would have rather this not happen, but it's, you know, whatever. Wow. So, anyway, with that, yeah. uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh my name's Colin. I'm Zach. And uh Two boys from New York. That's right. Oh, I didn't even tell you about the last time I was over here. I Ubered back, and the driver like, might have been the most New York person I've ever met. Oh, really? Dude, I get in the car, 
and he gives me Zach. Swear to God, just like, went straight for the job. He start, dude. You're not even. You're gonna think I'm making this up. He started pulling out props. I'm not. What, I, what, I'm like not pasta? fucking like, what do you with mean you. Props. He had. Have you ever seen the movie Castaway? I've actually not seen. I'm it's, familiar with you what know it is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A volleyball. He yeah. had his own volleyball with a face on it. Was it his face or was it just, was it no, the Wilson like a, face? Yeah, it was like, the Wilson face. And I, he was like, he pulled that out, and I was like, oh, Castaway. And he goes, I go, oh, that's from Castaway. And he goes, no, that's from the back of my car. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so then he started pulling out a sock puppet and. Long story short, um, he's like, it's actually kind of a, a weird ending. He's like a comedian. So he was mm. like, oh, follow me on Instagram. And then he started like messaging me. I swear to God, all Whoa. this is true. And he wanted me to come down to Fort Lauderdale and like play, like have like a band. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ghost him. I'm done just being a, being a puss. Like, let's yeah. just, just get out. And so I just, I was like, hey, man, I'm really dizzy. And he was like, oh. And he actually said, thanks for responding. I understand. Thought it was over. It wasn't. Then he starts messaging me a couple of days later. At that point, you have the right to just go. Now, what? What? He was just like, "What's up?" Or was no, it no, like no. A... It was like business because he's a comedian. So uh, he so wanted he was like he wanted me to. He he was asking me about getting a band down there, and oh, then like he a... was at. Yeah, like kind of like a like a uh, Jody Foster situation, like the the old style comedy where they have Not like Jody a little Foster. band. Fuck, who am I thinking of? Um, Joan Rivers. <laughs> Joan Rivers. Of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Jody Foster way off. Yeah. Um, and then he was asking me about getting like a video editor and it was just like, nah, it's too much. So, okay. So he was like really serious about it. Though. He was really serious. I mean, he so was talking about it in the car too. And was the comedian just, thing his day job? Like he was trying to make that his thing or was it yeah. a hobby that lost control? That's a good question. Like, does he do anything other than Uber? Did you get in that? Con- no that's idea. one of the, that's the conversation they always, yeah, I you know. know you like to ask that. Oh, I love <laughs> we had well, that great Uber ride in uh, New Jersey. Oh, that I was forgot, one of the best Uber rides. I know. Wow, man. I'll never forget that one. Even though I was, I wasn't uncomfortable that the guy knew everything about us. I was uncomfortable that he just didn't, you, you kind of felt like a serial killer in the air and it had nothing to do with him just being smart it was just something about the way he talked you know? oh because you were in the past i was in the seat. front yeah yeah that's oh, always yeah. bold you see that's something that's never going to happen again what like the being able to be in an uber in the passenger seat i think it's going to go out of style there's certain things because of this i think are going to totally go out of style and i think that that's one that of sucks. them that's like my favorite you ever one time i only did this you ever bold enough just you. It's just you. You did that? No one way. Time. One Are you serious? Time. Yeah, yeah, one time. Wow. And he was yeah. cool with it? Or she? It, it was a girl. No, she was cool <laughs> wow, with it. Wow, was she actually? Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was an older woman. She was cool with it, really? Yeah, no, she was cool with it. I don't know. I think more than anything, it was more like a brain fart. Like, I didn't mean for it to be a power oh. statement. I don't know. I feel like I was getting, like, in my mom's I'm car back in the day or something. I'm surprised she was cool with it. She was. I think most, definitely, I don't know. You Probably guys wouldn't be. But then also women might, I don't know, could go either way, I guess. I don't know. It was, I'm not going to lie. It was awkward when I kind of like, I was like, oh. You kind of realized. Well, yeah. As a, you know, as I'm you opening the, the door. Hey mom. Yeah. I hit her with the, hey mom, come on. <laughs> you were definitely, you definitely called your teacher mom. Because <laughs> you had the bowl cut and you were a little Actually, I had chunky. the bowl cut. Well, yes, I was chunkier. Yeah. But I, I actually had this haircut. When you were younger. elementary school. Oh, so It wasn't you until the end of fifth grade. made an active choice. In middle school to go with the bowl cut. Yes. And you know who I was trying to... I, did I tell you this story already? I uh, went... So I went to the hairdresser. It was the same lady who cuts my mom's hair. At a at like a cactus salon. What is, is that? It's like, like a, a chain salon yeah, on Long Island. Fun. Oh, in Long Island. Well, I don't know. It's probably... I don't know how far it goes. It's one of those that I don't know. Hmm. But um, I go in and I let my hair grow out really long. From the short cut I used to have, you know, the, you know, the gelled cut. And she said, well, what do you, what do you want to go for? And I'm like, I pulled out a picture I printed from Google images of Drake Bell from Drake and Josh. But then when I came to school, that's interesting. I'll never forget this. And then this is in sixth grade now. So I got that haircut over the summer before sixth grade. I go into sixth grade mm-hmm. and my sixth grade English teacher made a point of being like, Oh, you got that Justin Bieber swoop. Yeah, I was going to say. And I was, was so self-conscious. Timing. Really bad time. Because I was like, was no, right, no. That was right when Bieber was huge. It's the Drake Bell swoosh. It's not the... 
And you were late on that. I was by that time. Drake and Josh was Drake, done. Drake and Josh was over. I was yeah. already watching reruns at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was actually like, man, I was like, did I make the worst decision of my life? And then I stayed with it. You stuck with freshman, it, right? Yeah, until freshman year. End of freshman year at high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, do you have a sweater? It's like freezing in here. Really? I'm pretty cold. I'm going to turn the fan off. Turn the fan off? Yeah. All right. You want to talk about what we're doing today and what this podcast is kind of all about. So, I mean, we're going to be just shooting the shit Mm -hmm. for a lot of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best podcasts are kind of like that. But um, when we're not doing that, we're going to be like pulling out like random movies. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like We're honestly, mostly forgotten movies. I hope. I, I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we want to shed light on some movies that are really great in its own way that I probably haven't seen. Um, unless you're, you know, above the age of maybe forty-five. Yeah. Or fifty. This one uh, is right up that alley because I was so I figured out about this movie um, this summer. I was at my dad's house and his wife's like friend and her husband were over for dinner. And anyway, I think it was after dinner. The guy just out of nowhere just like walks up to my dad and he goes, beer. (laughs) It's 7 a.m. Scotch. And my dad knew the reference, but he didn't really find it that funny. He was just kind of like, huh. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I was like, wait, wait, what is that? And he was like, oh, you got to see this movie, Mr. Mom. So, you know. How um, recent was this? I, I this was this summer. This summer. That's what I called you about it. Well, yeah. Like, this is so great. Well, um, Zach I just loved it so clip. much because this guy, like, I don't know. It, it had nothing to do with anything. He must have just, like, it either had just come to him and he had to say it or he had been sitting on it. And he knew it well too, because he even did like the the chainsaw sound. Huh. He was like, <clears throat> you know. So my question is, and may- maybe yeah. I'm thinking too deep into this, mm-hmm. but um, do you think that he watched the movie recently, or you think it was literally That's like a, a brain question. worm that That's just kind of really like question. worked its way? I could see this being. I mean, okay, so I don't movie, think so. Way, why would you have seen this movie recently? The movie, by the way, is called Mr. Mom, and it's from 1983, yeah, young, with of course a young Michael Keaton. Yeah, and Terry Gar, who was but, quite um, the the uh, the uh, Ariana Grande. Of oh, the, the Ariana Grande. That's not, I was trying to think of like, I guess like I don't know, Scarlett Johansson. All right, yeah. Gal Gadot. Oh yeah. Gal, Gal. Oh no, Margot Robbie. Okay, Margot Robbie. Okay, yeah. yeah. But um, I actually the only thing I know about this movie is that one scene. And, I mean, pretty uh, much me too. Interesting. You okay. Know, I, well, Zach is actually <laughs> one who brought this to me, so we'll yeah. see how this goes. So this if it ends flop. up being a bad movie, you know, I'm, I'm really putting my life on the line for this one. So I don't know how we're going to um go about like uh, distributing this podcast in regards to uh, you know, Probably DVD. I, DVD, VHS. Yeah. Well, I meant in regards to that, like advertising. What I was gonna say is, um, if we decide like what movie we want to watch next time, maybe if we give them a shout out, like you know, mm. say what the movie is, or That's if you guys want to. So right now, you know, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too soon, but we're we're going to uh, we're gonna watch the trailer to this movie and react mm. to it first on air, <laughs> and then as as if I'm you know yeah live on air baby, <laughs> but then. Uh, after that, then we're going to watch the movie and then we're going to come back to the podcast and uh, talk about our thoughts and yeah. riff a little bit about it. But mm-hmm. um, in the future, if we come up with what movie we want to watch, maybe we could tell the audience, the, uh, Good the idea. three people, yeah, <laughs> both of our moms and like <laughs> I think my Aaron, mom would maybe. turn this off pretty quickly. Yeah, but. it's already boring. But um, yeah, so and then maybe the, the audience or whoever is listening could like watch the movie too. And then, you know, because these movies, if we pick the right movies, these aren't movies that you guys have seen no. recently. No, no, no. Like, and that's kind of the goal with it. I think it'll be more fun that way. Yeah. I mean, um, in today's age, like, it's interesting because a lot of people and this this girl who I just I referenced at the beginning had the same thing. I was talking about movies. And I was like, so what are some of your favorite movies? I swear to God, she goes, uh, I, don't, I don't really watch movies. Which is interesting. And you hear that more and more today. And... It's not a good thing. It's it's an attention span. Yeah, thing, it's, I think it's it's well, it's an attention span thing, 
And it's also, I literally think, and this isn't, this is going to sound condescending, but I think some people don't really have the motivation to like get out their computer and like watch a movie. They'd rather just be on their phone. Well, no, it's no, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, true. There's nothing so, condescending about it. Even. And now, though, it seems like there's only there's two sides. There's like that who's like probably now, actually, definitely like the majority of people our age, and then people that are really annoying <laughs> about movies huh. and have seen everything. And like, I always think about my friend Asa from high school, who's a nice guy, but he was just a dick about music movies anything mm. our famous the famous quote of him was you remember that movie ladybird ladybird yeah i liked it it was good and uh i was like because i just wanted to see what he would say so i was like hey said you see ladybird and he goes i had some issues with ladybird <laughs> so all that is to say we're trying to get because if you talk to like yeah like you know um boomers and anyone and even the generation after that and definitely like everyone saw every movie and they would just talk about it and it wasn't you know nothing or like a.o scott new york times review mm-hmm. you know um okay so for everyone at home uh we're gonna be watching the trailer and the music it'll come through for you guys but obviously you guys can't see it so if you guys want to pull up the trailer at home and watch along we're gonna pause it probably at least a few times but um if you guys want the little visual but uh, anyway, here is Mr. Mom, 1983. Meet Dad. He's a real man. Got a beer? It's 7 o'clock in the morning. Scotch? There it is, baby. <laughs> so yeah, so that, that's the I didn't the even one know scene. they start right away so with it starts that. right with it. But, um, Hopefully that's not the only good scene. I feel like there's a chance. Wait, let's go back, though. Let's yeah, break down. Sure, sure, sure. So it is the most stereotypical 1980s yeah, that's why trailer I to ever. start with this one is because like, it's... It, he's it a dad. You know, like just straight Well, the voice, but more of the visuals. I mean, I mean, he's wearing... It looks like a plaid kind of suit. Mm-hmm. And there's a refrigerator with like wood... Um, cabinets behind it like that wouldn't make a trailer today no think. it's not modern enough. no but yeah it's definitely like the typical family house yeah uh, definitely i'm gonna say suburbs of chicago mm, look at that straight yeah, for maybe chicago. i'm just taking that from ferris bueller though that's <laughs> all the same man. the yeah. suburbia baby but uh yeah so the first scene of the movie uh, of the trailer rather is like the most stereotypical. Like he's a hardworking dad because yeah. he's in like the full suit. Yeah, and he's he feeding has, the baby. He's feeding the baby, and then um, you kind know, messy spooning table. his coffee in the other hand. Like it's just straight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you don't really see people do in real life. No, <laughs> of course not. Never. Meet dad. I see he's taking a little of the milk from the baby. That's weird. Well, that's odd. I didn't even catch that the first time around. He's that? like, it looks like Elmer's is that breast milk. milk? I probably, it probably even is, if it's right? formula though that's even well that's even weirder in a way because at well, least yeah. breast milk there's like some sort of sexual <laughs> okay <thing to> it. <laughs> you know what i mean right this morning cup of why gel. wait hold up you don't you don't seem to get that why would you at least there's something depraved about the your breast milk if it's just formula what why would you do that well i think the joke is that it's just probably milk in there like normal cow's milk but you don't really give your baby that's that, not the right? joke because you wouldn't give your baby that. It's bad for them. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I mean, you now think, I haven't you think even. think it's a sexually depraved. I don't think it's that. I just think it's like, well, no, I think all it is is it's just supposed to show this guy's like a zany guy. Yeah, it's like, he's like, oh, I need a little more milk. And he's for, just yeah, kind of exactly. like all over the place. But the more I think about it, the more I think like maybe this guy's like, you know, hasn't had sex with his wife in like months. And this wow. is like his way of kind of getting back at her it's pretty <laughs> i don't know deep, something to think about trailer we'll, we'll, let's keep going all right let's keep going he's a real man and he comes yeah. out with a chainsaw of course. Not a beer? seven o'clock in the morning scotch an all-out go-getter wow he really does everything but when his job pulled the plug on him i'm fine you son of a dude they threw a switch Go, oh. yeah. okay. good luck and he became the lady of the house. All right. Yeah. So this is very, so it's okay. a very interesting plot so far. It just literally just, he's just a stay home dad. 
But yeah, it's interesting that he seems to be on top of the world, but getting fired from his job is like he's got nothing left after that. It seems like. Yeah, well, it is interesting. Because he was uh, he was the busy dad. Yeah, he was. Now he's just the dad. Now he's just the busy. Well, I guess he's not busy. Yeah, so now he's just the dad. Just the dad. He's busy being a dad. Let's keep going. It sure looks like he got a terrific deal. Honey, if you call, I'm not here. I'll be at the gym or at the gun club. Exercise and relaxation. So yeah, so now he, you know, he he can't do it. The joke is that it's like he's... trailers just suck. What? I, hate I know trailers. trailers are well, trailers from this generation really are bad. horrible. I mean, there's some great movies that have like trailers just like this. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I watched the trailer to Taxi Driver before I watched it, and it was like an yeah. awful trailer. Like, it's a, like one man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Good home cooking, arts and crafts. Kenny, don't paint your sister. Well, and fun and games Why does he with keep the going in and out of the beard? Are you confused by that too? Yeah, it is interesting. It almost looks like different characters. That's what I thought it was, and then I realized it was the same guy. Actually, I just when go you back. actually brought that up, yeah, I, it's some crap. Well, no, go back more. Kenny, don't pay exercise yeah. and relaxation. Good home right cooking. There. Yeah, he has a beard he has there, a full beard. And then next scene, no next beard. he's clean shaven, and then completely clean shaven. Crafts. Don't paint your sister. And Back to the beard. And then he's in a beard. Looks yeah. like a different person. He looks like a different person. Michael Keaton in a... Fun and games with the neighbors. Are these any good? Got two pair. Got plenty. That's when he was four... Wow. <laughs> I like that. So that's, that's actually my, so far my favorite part of the trailer. <laughs> but that's interesting. They like... They slipped... Like, they're putting a lot in this trailer. I don't know how much left there'll be. <laughs> we'll see. They are kind of... Us They're the whole, hinting at the an affair from thing. the trailer. Well, not. Re- I don't know. It's I interesting. I don't know. Forced to face the bare facts. His new job is a mother. Michael Keaton. Where's Bobby? Keep the extra. Wow. I like that. I like that. Let's listen to that again. <laughs> That's when he was forced to face the bare facts. His new job is a mother. <laughs> wow. That's great. So his new job is a mother, both literally and figuratively. That is really great. Wow. Michael Keaton. Where's Bobby? Keep the extra diapers. And Terry Gar in Mr. Mop, a mother of a comedy. <laughs> they went for it they again. Went. <laughs> they went round two. All right. The first time I was all right with it. <laughs> oh my god. The first time I was cool with it. Oh uh, they god. went in for the second, the second <laughs> punch again. there. Wow. But I'm it, shocked they just did that. That's horribly repetitive. But I actually was... Michael yeah, Keaton. Where's Bobby? Keep the extra diapers. And Terry Gar In Mr. Mop. A mother of a comedy. Oh, it, it didn't even, you know what's funny? They don't even need that. Well, they yeah. say the name of the movie and then they like tack on this like I mean I don't know is that like the the slogan of the movie? Well, I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I felt like I feel like it's they, they the needed poster. like a little slogan or like the little thing in these. I don't know if they needed it. Though. Well, they don't need it, but it was everything was redundant about this ad. You didn't need a trailer for this movie. It's just it's it's Michael Keaton. Yeah. And it's called Mr. Mom. But that's interesting that like. Yeah. Now it, I'm wondering: is there going to be anything like, any like? Anything we don't know about this movie. Well, I mean, there'll probably be at least one or two more bits that are going to be, like, yeah. worth talking I, about. Well, I mean, I guess, will he get an... I guess that's the whole question of the movie is, will it end with him getting a new job? Or will it just be him, now he, like, loves this new life? That's the thing. Like, if it it's was two, made... It's, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was just going to say, 83 definitely gets a new job. Right? <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, like, it's interest- It's very interesting, like, culturally at this time that yep. they felt like it was, like, wor- worthy of a full comedy that it's just, like, the dad lost his job and he has to be, like, a dad the whole time. And they're like, oh, that'll sell. That's, like, interesting and, like, zany. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, it goes without saying this wouldn't be made today. But if it was, yeah, people would be outraged for sure. Well, yeah, no, it'd be a whole... It would probably get taken down. I mean, yeah, it would probably much happen. less has been taken down, and this isn't even that bad. But much less has been taken down. I feel like. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. But, it uh, is funny now that you say it. Though all of this really is is now he's 
He's actually just Mr. Dad. Yeah, he's Mr. <laughs> dad. Like, yeah. The title of the movie, everything about it, it's just like Mr. Mom. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just the dad. That's, That's the like whole... what Tom Segura says where he's like, the um you know how to be a good dad? Don't abandon your kids. <laughs> that's it. Well, there you go. <laughs> this movie kind of proves that. Because if you do anything that's like raising your kids, you're you're actually a Mr. Mom. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Dad. It's kind of sad. All right, so we're going to watch the movie now. Um, and uh, when we come back, uh, we will give you our thoughts about Mr. Mom. Baba Booey. Skyler's View by Peter Schlamb. Yeah, it was nice. I, I didn't hear that song until uh, Zach just showed it to me right after we should finished check out the, the, the music videos even better. It's just him chilling in St. Louis. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, we've now seen the movie. Yeah, that was, that was that. Two hours later. So let's start off um, one out of ten. Oh wow, we're going straight. Let's start for with the... that. I mean, we can you know we can get into the details later. I mean, we could also split it up. Like, I'm curious. Uh, I mean, maybe this isn't the movie that it, it really matters, but maybe we'll say our honest opinions first, mm-hmm. and then we'll get into the spoilers. We'll get into the meats and yeah, the yeah, meat yeah. and potatoes. I mean, for starters, it's in Detroit. We figured that out quick. Yeah, it's in Detroit, and it has a really, really specific vibe of like Midwest but city. There's a really big difference between Midwest and Midwest City. Like Midwest is like, you know, Fargo, Collin, you know, like really depressing. (laughs) But then the city is kind of a good vibe. Chicago, Detroit, anything in Ohio, um, I guess Indianapolis. Oh, um, so as a podcast, we're saying we like Ohio now. I've always loved Ohio. Love it there. I went there once and uh, I liked it, man. Freezing. I was well, there in February. We'll have an Ohio discussion later. February. But um, you don't like Ohio, really? I I don't want to get into. It. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin <laughs> the. On topic. I don't want to ruin the. Right. Uh, well, I love it, there. Mr. Mom over um, here. But uh, yeah, so so honest opinion, there were uh, the problem with this movie is there's really only three good scenes. Um, and they're really good. Those three scenes. Okay, but the, the bad scenes aren't bad. They're just mundane. they're not bad. There's just they're just so much. Filler. No, there's a it's lot. It's just a lot of like like setup, and then it doesn't really set up to anything. Well, like yeah, you that's kind the of thing. you get it, you get the point of the movie within the first probably twenty minutes. You kind of get the whole thing, and then literally the only thing that changes is in the very end. Yeah, it goes interesting directions that we didn't predict earlier in the podcast. Yeah, but not that interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like it. All right, so we'll get there when we get there, yeah, but. Yeah. Personally, for me, out of 10, I'm going to give it a 5.8. 5.8. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I was thinking, man, it's kind of tough because like parts of it I actually did like. I'll say 5.2. Okay, so similar, yeah. actually. All right, cool. I mean, so, it, was, yeah. it was, I mean, maybe that's low because... It was certainly watchable. It was watchable. It didn't didn't drag on. It was just just a lot of like just scenes kind of reiterating the fact that this guy is now the mom of the house. Yeah. You know? Well, we'll definitely get into that (laughs) element. Uh, I mean, that's like a huge portion of the movie for sure. But, you know, it might be low because that that one quote is – that one scene really, the whole scene where he, he, you know – has the beer line that probably should give it like an extra point you well know? yeah for sure yeah i mean that that's one of the best scenes ever so what you'll give it a 6.2 then i'm gonna let's just give it a let's give it a solid six a six i'm All gonna right. say six i'll stay yeah. with my 5.8 but you know i feel like as we start reviewing and and talking about more movies that are kind of in this 
this random forgotten sort mm-hmm. of genre. Yeah. I think that um, we might go back and kind of change these scores around. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because eventually I do want to like – my goal, a goal I have for this podcast is to like – review so many random movies that we we could have like a board in the room that like has yeah like, oh that's a good idea you know that's uh, that this idea. movie is like a 5.8 but then whatever like you know that's whatever disney cha- straight to dvd disney channel yeah. movie whatever we watch you know that'll be lower or higher you know i think that'd be kind of fun to look at visually yeah that's a good idea i mean don't give up on this movie uh, this is something i'd say if you're yeah, watching no. it because it starts slow but it does pick up i mean it, it had me one. I kind of like it gave me a second when that scene where um, just everyone is at the crib. Oh, yeah. Just out of nowhere. The place is packed. So the scene starts with. Um, oh, I think we're are we going to go into spoilers now? Is that it? Yeah. I mean, we're spoiling a movie that was, you know, yeah, yeah, came yeah, out yeah, 40 fun. years. So, ago, yeah, if, so. if anyone here is going to watch the movie and hasn't this isn't watched really it yet. a spoiler. I'm just going to. Yeah. All right. The scene. To go for it. Yeah, so the scene starts with the woman coming over to fix the TV. Then, seconds later, the exterminator comes. And then, out of nowhere, a guy in, like, workman's clothes just appears in the house. Never and really we explained still who he was. don't really know, like... You know what's interesting, too, is he doesn't show up in the last scene. Yes. Did you notice that? No, it's true. <laughs> so that guy... Kind of the most interesting character in the movie. What if he was like a ghost? Like, what if that's like some like interesting? Oh, because like they were the talking spirit. about ghosts. They were actually they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know. Can we get some fan theories going? <laughs> but very interesting. Who did yeah. you? Who were you more into in that? Michael Keaton or Terry Gar? Oh, Michael Keaton for yeah, sure. Probably. I will say. Have you, have you seen Birdman? I have not seen Birdman. That's one of well, my that's favorites. a very different role. I, I'm very assuming. different, <laughs> and it's a little. But you do get like you get a little hints of Birdman even in Mister Mom. Whoa, really? Yeah, I mean that scene where um, he has the dream. Well, that was that a was very, a great scene. So, <laughs> so was, we'll talk about that scene. Like, I, let's break that scene. Yeah. Down. So the movie's going on just very. I mean, the movie's kind of like almost like a sitcom movie. This could yeah. this could seem like a movie that was um, like a spinoff of a sitcom. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a TV movie. But out of nowhere, like probably like two-thirds of the way through, there's a really well-done dream sequence that turns out to also be like mixed with uh, The Young and the Restless, the soap mm. opera. yeah. Oh well, yeah. So that was, it was a pretty big moment in the movie, because uh, I felt like honestly the movie was starting to come to a head a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, it was things were, th- things were kind of like piling on each other, and then they didn't really. It, it was interesting. It was kind of like a little bait and switch <laughs> action on that. Nice. They didn't really. Uh, you're watching it, and you almost think that it could be until like a certain point. You almost think it could actually be reality. Well, the, I don't know. Did you think that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think right at the beginning. So, okay. Right so, at the very beginning, yeah. Yeah, right at the yeah, beginning. sure, sure. I don't know, because I felt like... The problem is, like, though, it, whenever something becomes really obvious, yeah, I always know it's a dream sequence. Yeah, well, that that's yeah. when it... Like, when, when she was That's all, why The Sopranos is so great, is because there's dream sequences in that show all over the place that mm-hmm. you don't really know are dream sequences. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. In the content I watched, there's not really many dream sequences. So it was kind of – it took me a little bit by surprise at first because um, it's basically to give context to people who aren't going to watch the movie or people who are, have already seen it. Uh, it's a scene where the neighbor down the street, um, the wife is working, mm-hmm. and the neighbor down the street is um, DTF, as the kids say. Uh, they, they, she was really trying to get some – and uh, so this dream sequence starts and it's literally just her knocking on the door and he gets to the door and she's in like a weird overcoat. And it was mm-hmm. a little surrealist, but the whole movie kind of is. Yeah. For I sure. mean, you know, that scene where everyone and, you know, everyone was in the house, you know, there's a oh, lot yeah. of very surrealist things oh, going yeah. on. 
So it, I didn't think it was out of the ordinary that she was wearing an overcoat or she yeah, was no, like kind of all over him. That's fair. And uh, yeah, so she was like way more forward than she was in the previous scenes that weren't a dream. She was like all over him and he was all self-conscious because his wife roasted him about his weight, which he really didn't, honestly, in the she previous scene. He also didn't really, he maybe gained five pounds. It yeah, like. they really tried to make yeah. it like he was pushing with <laughs> yeah. all of his might <laughs> yeah. to make it look like he had a beer belly. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of ridiculous. Not they just the had greatest beer. method acting from, uh, no. from Mr. Keaton. He didn't, he I was surprised they even went as far as to even make it look like he gained weight. Yeah. Like, I thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Because, you know, if it was like a Ryan Gosling moment where, you you know, he gained like 35 pounds for the role, I'd yeah. be like, wow, that's I was actually Niro, crazy. But... Oh, okay. Probably get there's two different types of people. In like... Raging Bull. Oh, right. Yeah. The ending is really interesting because it just does a gigantic 360. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which... I don't know. Like that, yeah. Like that's the that's the difference. Is today, if this movie was made, it would have it would have just stayed. Oh the, yeah, that movie could come out today, where like the guy is like, you know, like toxic masculinity. And yeah, it's like fight. The Rock. Like The Rock would yeah, be like yeah, the yeah, main yeah, character yeah, yeah. of the yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Actually. And it'd be like you could see that, and he would become the dad, and then he realizes that he, he loved loves being the yeah. dad all yeah, along, yeah, yeah. and, and he gets one, the though, opportunity to get back to work, and then declines it. Yep. Yep. This one though is absolute three. It's it's hilarious because actually like, it's exactly what like the stereotype would say. Like she was like fed up with work and he was like going crazy. You know. Well, it, there was a few interesting so things it about made, it. the movie. Didn't really make much of a point. Mm. You know. Well, in my opinion, the few interesting things about the movie is that for like a split second, it almost looks like it's gonna go somewhere completely unexpected because when, when was that when uh michael keaton goes into the boardroom and his old boss is like you have to stick up for me his yeah, boss was who was a good friend of him actually yeah it kind of came out and it was yeah. weird because i was like oh this is really going yeah. different than we thought because uh-huh. we definitely thought that it would he was just going to take the job back which spoiler alert he does just take the job back at the very end of the movie but um, for a second there, he goes into the boardroom and like the really like the big guys, like the big wigs are like r- grilling the boss about how, um, I don't know. The whole scene was kind of confusing to me. It was. The joke, the joke was that it was confusing, but it was never really resolved. So Michael Keaton was fired by his boss. Mm-hmm. And then the big wigs are grilling his boss about how after they were both fought all three of his friends were fired about how the company wasn't performing as well yeah so his old boss asked him to go in and vouch for him and he didn't know what he was vouching for and then he gets into the room and these big wigs are like oh yeah uh tell me why the company hasn't been doing as well and he's like i got fired and they're like oh yeah we know yeah Yeah, and he's like he freaks out and then his kids come in. It was like a weird scene. Well, and then the scene uh, just you, ends. Yeah. Did you think I kind of got the vibe that the, the, the big wigs were so impressed by his honesty. They were going to give him his job back. Well, that's actually I, I would have bet. I would have. Well, in the very end, but I, but I didn't know. I thought that they were going to say something. They didn't say anything. No, I, they went into I the bathroom. Bet, I literally probably would have bet a hundred dollars. Cause that's so much where that scene looked like it was heading. And then I thought they were going to see him in the bathroom and offer, but then it just ends. Well, okay. So, the production of the movie is surprisingly pretty decent. Um, we yeah. were talking about how amazing the score is for some the reason. The score is fantastic. It might as well be a Tarantino movie. Which was I mean, weird, right? The, there, you know, it's literally be like potty jokes and then a full-on symphony orchestra with like a French horn solo. Yeah, it's like crazy. Like just beautiful. And then they'll go right back to like the baby ate baked beans. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it was very, it was very interesting. <laughs> it was strange. Because we noticed another scene. Obvious um, mistake. Yeah, yeah, where it was like an obvious word she's mistake. Like, I forget what she's saying, but she's like, and, th- and then the. <laughs> and then I mean, it's pretty much that bad. It it's like a full on. Like, I actually, <laughs> I, I rolled it back because I was actually in shock. I don't think I've ever seen a, a movie with, you know. The, no. That got to that point where Not it's quite. like. It, it, I'd say it's about 80% through with the movie. Like it was, it, there was like 20 minutes. They left. were probably, they probably wanted to wrap it up. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> we got it. but I was surprised. I've, I've never, you know, other than like shitty Christmas movies, I've never seen something that was like that, like kind of blatant. You mean like Hallmark movies? Yeah. Like a Hallmark movie I've or like seen those to be honest. 
Really, never. My mom is a huge Hallmark really? fan. Like the day, like whatever it is, November eighteenth, whatever random day they decide to start playing Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel, my mom starts watching do, it. So that do they night. make new ones? Occasionally they do. The whole joke with Hallmark movies is they're all the same. Okay. Like every one of them. Like you could look. There's this meme. Well, like going the around famous, right now. like like um, like uh, what's the f- like a Christmas story? That's not a Hallmark movie. No. Okay. My mom's a huge Christmas movie fan. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like, it's just straight up lowbrow movie. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, they're all, we should watch Christmas movies. We should pick a like really bad Christmas movie. I'd be down. I love Christmas movies. I've seen some, <laughs> I've seen someone die hard. Uh, die hard classic. There were no, uh, growing up, there were never any Hallmark Hanukkah movies. So we never got to Are see. Are there any movie. now? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks for sniping me on that one. Hanukkah uh, Harry over here. <laughs> so we never had that on during those eight crazy nights, but um, maybe this year, you know, not even Frosty, re- bro. <laughs> maybe I'll recommend it this year. Well, there's like a really bad Tim Allen one that a lot of people. Oh, I love Tim Allen. It's called Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, I've heard of that. It's straight up just like just a horrible Christmas movie and sorry if anyone's a huge Christmas with the cranks fan, but yeah, what no, about I Fred Claus. Ooh, like all the, okay. Fred Claus. Have you seen it? I've never With seen Vince that one. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. That's yeah, Vince Vaughn. I love that movie. I've never Absolutely seen that one, that but one. it's similar to like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting anyway, but that's, I guess we're kind of seen Die Hard. Yeah, of course. That's great. I, I saw, 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 saw Die Hard two. This summer, it really wasn't that good. Okay, but it isn't as bad as... I've seen a bunch seen, of them. Oh, you've seen... Wow, really? Not all of them, but they get progressively worse from there. Really? Die Hard 2 is not isn't as bad one as... Isn't like, like, one of them late is good? Maybe like the last one or something? What, what was that? I thought maybe like the last one is supposed to be good. When he's oh, like, I have no he's idea. He's like 72 years old, still well, yeah. fighting crime. And also, I, I think I read somewhere that they're thinking of making one more. Really? Yeah, there's like a bunch of them. Die Hard with like a vengeance, uh, was a hard day to die hard yep. or something like that. Um, live free or die hard. Live free or die yeah. hard. There's like they got kind of an inventive and with then the they names. Stop, they stopped getting inventive because there's one that's just straight up Die Hard Six. Which like honestly, at that <laughs> point, it's like, what are you gonna do? The writing. Team we really, you know, what we should do is we should have a Rocky Fest because oh, well. that is the king of that. I mean, it's about a boxer, and the movies go so far to the point where Sly is in his sixties, still fighting. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's another thing, actually, to tie it back to this movie. They had like this way longer than it needed to be bit oh, about so the Rocky, Rocky movies. So much. Well, Rocky. the whole movie was like huge Rocky. I think they were trying to build. I this is what I think. This is my theory. I think that. Uh, whatever team uh, or whatever composer um, made the score, um, either that or whatever team, Warner Brothers. Yeah, they own they own the Rocky franchise, right? Warner Brothers. Because there's a Warner Brothers movie. What happened probably is that they were able to record. They they were given the rights to record a studio version with that symphony orchestra Rocky. And they're like, shit, how do we like fit this in? So it was like, they went as far. Okay. So at the beginning of the movie, now I was talking to Zach about this, like while we were watching it, uh, one of the early commentaries I said about the movie is like, dude, if a movie started like this in 2020, people would be out the theater already. It's like, it's a slow, I mean, you know, classic eighties movie where it's like the credit scene is like 20 minutes long. Yeah. I mean, I remember like, Cause like my mom hates like every movie, but then like when I bring up movies from like the eighties, she's like, Oh yeah, I love that one. I saw it in the theaters. I don't know. The theater, man, it does, does a lot. No, it does. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, that is going to be lost on the generations. I feel like after us, Yeah, I don't know. Do you think like movie theaters are going to, I think they're doing all right. Well, right now they're not. Well, yeah, obviously I think that there's going to be another, you know, apparently, how are, yeah, how are movie theaters not all gonna close? Well, that's the thing. Movie theaters have Jesus, been. Jesus, I haven't even thought about. Movie that. theaters have had like the. I guess at least most of them are just corporations. Well, but. yeah, but I think I want to say two times they got um, bailouts. Like, bailouts, yeah, already. So this would be, I think, their third bailout. Movie theaters cashing in. Well, it's, I don't know. Do you, what do you think? I'm curious. Yeah. Like, what do you think? You, I think, go to the movies more than I do, maybe. 
I might, yeah. Because um, you're more of a movie guy. Mm-hmm. You guys will figure that out, that Zach's seen a lot more movies than me. He's a big... I'd venture to say you're you're a pretty big movie fan. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, sure. Um, so what do you think? I only go to the movie theater maybe like twice a year. Yeah. Um, what, what do you mean? What do I, what do I think? Like as someone who goes to the movie theater, like do you think that our culture is oh, able to drop saying. it? Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Because I mean, you know... Well, because people go. They're so streaming and yeah, like it's I'm, expensive. I, I'm honestly surprised that people still go. Like, yeah, it, the, yeah, because it's, I don't know, man, because it is really expensive, like really expensive. And yeah, you're getting something you can now get on no matter how big of a screen you have. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, man. I, you know what it seems to me, though? It seems like, like, upper middle class and wealthy people have stopped going to the movies and maybe that's because they have like huge TVs. No, it has to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, it's like, a, I think it, these days it's, you know, correct me if I'm wrong audience. I think it's kind of a, a the new pissing contest between dads. Yeah, sure. It used to be well, like, Oh yeah, look how short my lawn is or whatever. <laughs> now it's like, you know, look at my big flat screen and my sound bar and yeah. surround sound and my big leather couch and, yeah, I mean, maybe it's always been that as well. I do love going to the movies, but then it's like there's always it's such a uh, I don't know if you feel this way. Like it's it's nerve wracking because if you get like a bad like if you go to the movie theaters in Miami, forget about it, bro. You're, you're, you might as well just be at like a you might as well be at like a open mic. Cats are just screaming. <laughs> oh, dude, oh. have you ever been to a th- the theater down here? Yeah, I've been a few times. But okay, but the you movies I've seen, that, the movies I've seen in the theater are not the movies you go and it's silent. Like I saw superhero movies every time. Okay, yeah, that's so. Like those know. are movies you almost want. Like you go to the movies sure, for sure. that experience. Dude, I almost. saw Joker. People were just were just talking, not really? talking to each other, talking, screaming. I saw Joker here too, but I didn't have that. Experience. You didn't have that, and it was just like, man, oh that sucks. God. I did have one experience where. Um, it was during a superhero movie. It was during uh, Captain Marvel, actually, yeah. and it was a whole family showed up ten minutes late into the movie. Oh, the only seats that were open were the first row, where it's like you, you break your neck. Yeah, and they all stood there right in front of the screen for like an absurdly long time. Oh, trying to see if there were other seats. Like, well, like standing there to like figure out, like, oh, you know, little Johnny goes on the end. I'll take the middle <laughs> one. There were people that were literally like, sit down, screaming at this movie. See, that's what I'm talking about. That stuff just makes me anxious. And interesting. That, that it's, I don't know. about it, man. And it was something like, we talked about after the movie, though. Kind of added, yeah. I think, in a way. And then, like, um, yeah, I remember the first time I went to uh, the movie theaters. So there used to, unfortunately, it, it closed, but there used to be this really cool independent movie theater a couple of blocks away from me in the Upper West Side. And... Literally, like every time I would go, there wouldn't be one person below the age of sixty. Wow! I'm not even not even jiving. Like it was everyone was sixty plus, and I doubt one person in there wasn't Jewish. I mean, it was. But was it like depending on the movie? It was like every movie. No. Uh, Yeah. Well, because every movie was that type of movie. Okay. (laughs) But. It was. I mean, and that was, and I went to that, and I went to like Lincoln Center Cinema. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever been there. Those I've are like been. I saw like Parasite there. It's like super like nice. So those were like the movie theaters I was going to. And then I remember when I was in like middle school, I went to the first movie theater with my friends, and we went to this one in like downtown Brooklyn. And I was like, it was it was that movie with Tracy Morgan, Top Six. It's like pretty good. It was like a comedy. And it was the first time I like, cause I'd heard the stereotype about people like yelling at the movies mm-hmm. and to see it was pretty, it was pretty fun, man. Well, it is interesting. You, know, that, that you, you gotta be with the experience. right crowd. Like if you're there with, that's like the, I don't know if you have this too. Like if you're there with your parents, it's weird and people are rowdy. If you're there with mm. a friend, it's fun. It's great. You know what I mean? No, I, I do kind of understand. It, yeah. Cause, no, cause, it's cause if you're there with your parents or with any family, it's like you know, like like there's like this like oh everyone's pissed. Yeah, you're with like a friend, it's just like funny. Well, it's everything's funny though, kind of when you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, it, sure. But it does add to the experience, I think. Yeah. But that's interesting that like f- from Long Island, mm-hmm. the movie theaters I went to are more like the movie theaters here, where it's like they're kind of dingy and shitty a little bit, like yeah. you know, 
like AMC, like the chain movie theaters. Like I, I don't have any experience going to like an art house. Theater. Well, there was, it was also one, it was so many movie theaters. Now that I think about the create literally in like a three block radius, there was a huge Lowe's on 68th street where I saw the most movies. So I went to those two, but something about that one, maybe because it was like right next to Lincoln Center, mm. it just didn't have that vibe. It was like nice. It could also be because it's in the city. I don't know, like a different. Yeah, probably. Like for me, you know, it, it's a lot of like teenagers going to the yeah, movies. You know, it was it was a pretty young, usually pretty young, but yeah, pretty rowdy, and like a lot of a lot of fucking you babies. Ever to the movies? Oh, what? Yeah, You're a surprising lying. amount, dude. I've heard about that. I've never. Never been in a movie with a baby. I'm talking like a baby, like in the care, in the stroller, and baby, crying? crying. It had probably three times. What? I'll I'll never forget. And people aren't like saying stuff. No, people say stuff. Like when the baby cries. Okay, so most oh of the time, God. the baby experiences how I have. Per- how does the parent not have a heart attack of nervousness? Well, okay, so- <laughs> you know what I mean. You're sitting well, there, and for you must, starters, you, you, I mean, unless you just already don't tr- give a shit. They're already about. trashy, though. Yeah. For bringing, I mean, yeah, you know, a, I'm, good, I'm no point. like, I'm no parent or you know, like a baby nutritionist or a doctor, but bringing a baby who probably is really sensitive hearing to like a loud IMAX theater or a loud, you know, it's yeah. already probably not well, a good idea. It's just so weird because the plane, a lot of times, it's a necessity. Uh huh. The movie theater? It's not. What? Well, it's just interesting because it's like, you know, even if you use the excuse, I couldn't get a babysitter, like, then don't go to the movie. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, it's very interesting. Like, you know, you take dog? the baby to the restaurant, you take the baby to the store. Yeah. The movie theater is a very... So when that happened, though, like, was it literally like two hours of on and off crying? No, 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 no. I've never had that bad of an experience. What do they um, do? Do they take them out? So... Most of the time, there's only one time I remember they really, they didn't, they were like annoying about it. And some guy, one of the attendants came and they, they came, someone went and complained about the baby and they just walked the family out. Um, but yeah, usually they're good about it and they pick up the baby out of the drawer and they leave. And honestly, a lot of times they don't bring them. They don't like, that's it. Then they go. That happened. But yeah, no, I don't know what it is. And probably the amount of times this happened isn't as much as I'm saying, but it's enough. Like anytime it happens, it's so notable. It's like notable enough that I'm like, Oh, this happens. Yeah. Like it's definitely has not only happened once. I think I was in, I can't remember, but I think I was in one once with a dog, which seems impossible. Right. Cause you don't really? think they would let him in. But I feel like I remember once hearing barks <laughs> at the barks. Mo- barks at the movie. That's crazy. That can't be true. Right. It must've been like a dream or something. Well, I don't know. Maybe these days. <laughs> these days. Service animals everywhere. But, hey, there you go. Man. There you go. You need Full them circle. to see, you know, tell them what's going on. That's right. <laughs> Just straight up barking English throughout the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so Marley Michael Keaton's me. picking the baby up now. <laughs> oh, he didn't do the, the elementary school car line right, and everyone's getting pissed at him. Yeah, there were a few, like, to go back to the actual movie we we're talking about, there were there were definitely a few moments that they purposely like set it up where it's like, wow, what an idiot. Michael Keaton's such an idiot. So that like you knew that by the end of the movie there would be like the redemption. Yeah, I mean he kinda got his his, his shit together, but But then, like not as much not really as much as you'd think. So for I'd say ninety percent of the time that he was a dad, like the stay at home dad, the house was an was absolute a mess. mess. It was a mess. And like you saw it in the background, the scenes, it was like always a mess. And then right at the end, he has that nightmare about how he hooked up with his neighbor and then his wife came and saw and like shot him. Mm-hmm. And which, by the way, he got shot and there was no flake blood or anything. Like yeah, they just they didn't, didn't give a shit. Steam. Did you oh, notice that? I did not notice it was that. Steam. Huh. Which was odd. But that yeah, is very no odd. Blood. Um, I guess the. You, you, well, do you bleed in your dreams? Also, it's for kids. I get you know, it's for kids, it, it, yeah. kid. They made it's it PG. so that kids could watch it. Um, but yeah. Uh, after that dream, then the guy like starts cleaning up his act and starts trying to lose weight and shaves the 
the shaves really the big beard. Then he grows it back. Well, then he does grow it back. Yeah. Then he shaves it again. Yeah. So <laughs> movie kept you on your toes. But yeah, so then he starts cleaning the house and cooking dinner. And it's it was just it was very interesting because it happened pretty much at the tail end of the movie. But uh, they didn't really they only put an emphasis on it because the Rocky music played. And then after that montage, yeah. like, yeah, that was it. Without the Rocky music, literally, it would have just been him cleaning up a house. Yeah, exactly. That's and not it. even doing a great job. Not, at it. not really. Yeah, because you see at the end, it's still kind of a mess. Yeah, it was still kind of a mess. He does this weird thing. Like, there were a few weird moves that was like, why would you even waste the time, like, making this a thing? Like, they did this whole setup at the end of the movie where all they uh, all everyone comes back from that scene that everyone was there. Like, the exterminator. They all come back. And they come back to, like, the little kids and Michael Keaton, like, painting. And... The neighbor comes over, the one that he was trying to hook up with, or she was trying to hook up with him. That. It was right at the end of the movie, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I just I, I'm doing oh. some work around the house, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. there's paint like all over <laughs> his body. There's, but it's like they just changed the color from like beige to like a dark green, right? And it's just like completely unnecessary. Yeah, I don't even know weird. why they had that. And then the bed is new. And it's like a totally dated, like the most eighties looking yeah. redesign. Like yeah. nowadays it would be like an Ikea, like a modernist kind of room. Mm-hmm. And now it, for the eighties, the time it was like, like this, um, sort of like, uh, ethnic print. That's what they, he called it. He called it. Really? Yeah. He <laughs> called it an ethnic print. Cause the neighbor comes over and she's like, wow, I love what you did with the place. And he's like, yeah, I yeah. got this new, uh, ethnic bed spread from whatever. Wow, I didn't even hear that. Then she sits on the bed and he takes a shower and he's in the shower. And probably one of the only jokes that we ch- that I chuckled at, like straight out loud and it like not ironically, like what is going on in this movie right now? Like I actually thought the joke hit was then he starts like it was stupid, but he starts listing off all the like his what he'll do uh, if he'll end up hooking up with her with her on the bed. <laughs> and he's like, A, she's hot. Mm-hmm. B, it'd be fun. C, I don't want to think about C. <laughs> yeah. D, what if my wife comes home? Yeah. And then and then it cuts back to her on the bed. And then it cut and then like other stuff happens. It cuts to his wife coming back from yeah. the airport. And then it cuts back to him and he's like, N, it yeah. might be kind of like and yeah. he's still going, he's going with the, the alphabet. alphabet. It, it, they, yeah. they really dug in. It, they did like probably two or three jump cuts where they went back and he was still doing it. Yeah. But the whole thing was a setup for his wife to come home and think that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. But in the last scene, he thought that she was cheating on him with her boss. So I don't know. It was just kind of like. And then it got into this whole debate. And then at the end, they realized that, you know, it was whatever. Yeah, it Honestly, was a... it was never really quite resolved, in my opinion. They were never like, you know what? It's OK. <laughs> like there was never really any definitive proof that either of them. That's true. That's a really good point. There you was know? no proof. There was no proof at all. Them. Yeah, that wow. No, the only thing that. that happened that stopped the scene, if you remember, is that then her boss comes over with flowers and he's like, nah, it's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Was, the end of the movie was honestly a fever dream. Like everything just happened at once. Pretty uh pretty intense scene with her and uh, her boss too. Oh well yeah, you wanna talk it, about that? Yeah, it, it gets well for such a light movie to include a scene where a guy is like pretty much gonna rape. Yeah, it was her. very aggra- okay. So it's just kind of like you're watching, and you're like, wow, I, you know, I well, you kind of like there was that the whole movie. This guy's like into her, and he's like a dope. He has like a really like just weird mustache. Yeah, and you know. That's the whole thing. He's he's like the guy that's obviously not going to get the girl. Mm-hmm. But then also they're both married. You he's know married also, too. They, yeah, he is married. They should have made him. Yeah, they really should have made him at least like a, an attractive guy. Well, yeah, that would have made the movie a lot more interesting. Well, like why did they? There was literally. Do you think Michael Keaton is this like? He's a kind of a well, I guess. I guess he's more attractive than, than that this guy. guy. Yeah, he is. So it's not enough for it just they, to be like an interest. Now that I think about it, work. it's weird that they actually made that not 
an interest at all. Like the the audience knows this isn't gonna happen. You would no, think they would have made that guy like he's the boss, he's wealthy. Like why didn't that guy, you know, why didn't he look like Tom Cruise? You know what I mean? Well, if this movie was made now, yeah, Michael Keaton's character would be played by like a Kevin James. Oh, so it'd be like point. it's like oh yeah, the ugly right. guys with the hot girl. Yep. But then the hot girl goes to work, and it's like even if it's just like a Michael Keaton looking like normal guy, or like it probably would be a little more somebody, attractive yeah, than him. Somebody like kind of attractive. Um, and then it'd be like whoa, why is she still with Kevin James? Exactly. But that for some reason wasn't there. So it's just this guy, and then it finally boils up. They're in a hotel. No, he like sneaks in to her yeah, hotel Yeah, she's room. in a hotel room. Very and weird. he somehow snuck in and everyone was in on it. Yeah. Like the, he, paid, he paid a guy. He paid a service guy, yeah. like a bellhop basically, to bring up like room service food, like a huge platter with champagne. I think it was steak. Yeah, steak dinner. Yeah. She's in the tub. Yep. Yeah. And then she gets out and even then, she's still not even that. She's like, oh, what's going on? She's like, oh, you brought some nice food. Thank then, you. But oh, she wasn't like, why are you no, in my uh, no. hotel room? Which is honestly, that but was a surprise to pretty me. Pretty quickly, she just goes, get out of my room. And he doesn't. And that keeps And he's like in. smirking like an asshole, and then, like advancing. Yeah. And then at one point, he literally just starts like, like creeping towards her, <laughs> which is just like, wow. Like that's kind of surprising and then she just punches him and, and that's like the joke one of the best scene one of the best lines is he goes playing hard to get yeah also like how does that scene end because it seems like he's still trying to like assault her well that's like the the problem this movie has and it's kind of it the adds endings, to the yeah. it adds to the tone like the lightheartedness tone where it is kind of surrealist it is kind of like you know, nothing is really that serious. Even when this creepy guy who's her boss, like a man of powers, like straight preying on her mm-hmm. is trying to get with her like in the hotel room, there's a weird, almost ominous kind of like goofiness about yeah, it where it's like, it's not yeah. too, but you know, yeah. this is normal or uh-huh. this is just funny. You know, it's interesting too. I was just thinking about is most like eighties movies and especially sitcoms are like very, um, high school teenage driven. Have you mm. noticed that? Like almost all of them, at least all the famous ones are actually like centered around about teen- youth and like yeah, yeah, youth like Ferris Bueller, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, that's a big Have one. You seen too. that one? Yeah, I've seen that one. That's a like, great one. I'm trying to think of another one. Um, I don't know, but the, a lot of them are very. But this one is so middle aged. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which that maybe that's why it's like there's something a little like strange about the movie i didn't actually think of that you know it's very characteristic of early 2000s like that's a big early 2000 even nowadays though well yeah it's always youth has always no i mean like the the middle age thing oh the middle age like it's almost ahead of its time a little really that's like think of like all the grown-ups movies it's like a big thing right now for i mean maybe not this like right now all those adam sandler movies are all like middle age going on first dates again like I don't know. Maybe I haven't watched enough 80s movies. Maybe maybe there are other movies that are kind of like this. But if not, then this is kind of ahead of its time, really. Yeah. No, it is. Um, I always thought that was depressing that, like, the most popular stuff in America is always – it's always, like, teenagers. Like, literally, like, music, movies. It, it, like, it's, it's teenagers and young 20s, if you really mm-hmm. think about it. Right, like I, it's not even really an exaggeration. Most like hip hop, pop. No, these yeah, people are about under the, time, the age, like, like probably maximum thirty, right? But then it's like the majority of the country is well above that age bracket. I think actually, in a lot of ways, this it's like a societal like chicken and the egg, right? It's like what came first, like people's want to return to mm-hmm. their youth, or um, youth culture being valued. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean, probably people's wanting to return to youth. I mean, that's been that has. I mean, that's. I mean, come on, that's like being afraid of dying, right? No, that, true. That that is a pretty fundamental for yeah. like the history of time. But the like obsession with with young people and like young romance is mm. very new. You know, it's a new American thing. At least I think because. If you look at literature, music, 
Yeah, it is because most of that stuff is really not about that, like at all. No, it is interesting. All right, Zach, any like final thoughts on this amazing Mr. Mom? I would say um, not really. I would say we've we've gone through most of it. I, you know, I, I don't know if I'd recommend anyone to really watch this movie because uh, there's certainly movies out there <laughs> that you probably haven't seen that I would recommend before. But, I mean, it's, it's Michael Keaton. It and, is Michael Keaton. It's a know, very young Michael Keaton. I certainly love Michael Keaton. So, yeah, what's not to love? You know, and then really if you want to see the movie – um, without the time investment, just look up on YouTube, um, Mr. Mom beer scene, because it's seven seconds on YouTube and it's well worth it. And it's basically so, the whole plot of the movie. It's pretty much the whole it. thing. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's about all I got. Um, what do you got, Colin? Final words? No, I, I'd I'd say my sentiment's pretty similar about the movie. Um. Honestly, I will say, um, if you want to just like skip to maybe 10 minutes into the movie and watch until you get to that scene, um, and then turn it off, you can do that. You could do that. Yeah. Because I will say I did appreciate the scene a little more knowing the context of who he was talking to, who Michael Keaton was talking yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, honestly, some part of the what makes that scene so great is that he, he walks in revving. the Yeah. That was actually, and we didn't really talk cha- about that scene. Yeah. He walks in already having it going, which is pretty baller and then doesn't turn it off and doesn't turn it off inside. No. Yeah. But we'll leave that up to you guys. I mean, that's another incredible scene. We could probably sink another 20 minutes into just talking oh, about, but yeah, <laughs> um, I recommend you guys at least watch that scene. Yeah. D- yeah. That's um, cause it also like, well, yeah, if you, I mean, that's, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to reference that around a, a 50 year old. See if they, yeah, see what it, happens. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you might just want to watch that part of the movie just in case you see uh, Zach's dad's friend just walking yeah, around. You never know. You so. never know. You'll hear the chainsaw before you see him. You'll know he's coming. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, anyway, this is, uh, this is Colin and Zach signing off from our first podcast here. We'll, we'll see you guys soon. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Baba Booey. Baba Booey, baby. My fate is up.